Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 6th of October. There are widespread weather warnings in place this morning for parts of New South Wales, southern Queensland and Victoria after record rainfall across many parts of the country. The Weather Bureau says a large trough is expected to cross tonight and into tomorrow, bringing more heavy rain and thunderstorms. Meantime, Sydney is on track to see its wettest year in history and break the record set back in 1950 when the city saw 2,194 millimetres of rainfall in just 12 months. The Weather Bureau's Dean Narramore says authorities are also keeping a very close eye across rural New South Wales with a number of roads already cut by rising floodwaters. Many communities across New South Wales that have seen flooding or are currently experienced flooding over the last few days and weeks are likely to see renewed river level rises in the coming days as this additional rainfall falls on already saturated soils and catchments. There are growing calls for the former CEO of the Essendon Football Club to be reinstated to the top job. Andrew Thorburn resigned after just one day as the Bombers' boss over concerns with his links to a controversial church. Mr Thorburn has released a statement saying it's troubling that faith could render a person unsuitable to holding a particular role. Opposition leader Peter Dutton says he is deeply concerned over the developments regarding Mr Thorburn and says he should be reappointed to the top position. The views that have been expressed by the pastor at this church in relation to uh, to, to gay people or to uh, the issue of abortion, they're an abomination. But the comments and the actions of Andrew Thorburn are completely distanced from that. The federal government is divided over the future of stage three tax cuts after a backflip in the UK as the global economy continues to struggle. The stage three changes would effectively flatten the tax rate with major savings for many Australians, especially high income earners. But now there are questions whether the government can afford the major tax cuts amid growing financial pressure. Here's the Assistant Treasurer, Stephen Jones. There's no change to our policies. There is no changes to our policies. Let's be very, very clear. But what we are going through right now is the challenge of framing a budget in incredibly difficult economic circumstances. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers will hand down the federal budget in just a few weeks. Optus is under fire for focusing on allegedly engaging lawyers rather than focusing on its customers. The telco's parent company, Singtel, says it will fight any legal action it faces over the major data breach. Meantime, a class action is looking more likely. Ben Zuko from Slayton Gordon says tens of thousands of customers have already signed up. At this stage, our investigation certainly is uh, at a preliminary stage, but uh, as each day goes on, it does seem that Optus has a case to answer in terms of the manner in which it stored its customers' data and, and secured it to avoid the very attack that has now occurred. The WA Police Commissioner says authorities are cracking down on bikey members after another fatal shooting in Perth. Our reporter Adam Hemmings has more from Perth. 
Tash, WA police have launched a major crackdown following the shooting of an alleged associate last week in Nangara in Perth's northern suburbs. Since then, officers have carried out nearly 30 raids while the man's been arrested. He remains in custody after facing court charged with murder. The commissioner has issued a warning to bikey members as that crackdown continues. Cole Blanche has told them it's time to do something else. I absolutely suggest that everyone involved in outlaw motorcycle gangs either get out of the club or control yourselves to the point where you no longer have any violence, intimidation or drug trafficking inside your organisation. Anthony Albanese has described the upcoming meeting with the Solomon Islands Prime Minister today as incredibly important. It also follows a new report which found the Chinese Communist Party launched a misinformation campaign in the Solomon Islands, suggesting Australia instigated riots in the country's capital last year. Professor John Blaxland from ANU says the agenda for the meeting will be full. It'll be an opportunity for a bit of a reset. We've seen Solomon Islands Prime Minister visit Washington and sign up to the Pacific arrangements with the United States, which is a sigh of relief coming out of that. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. As we know, we saw another jump in both the official cash rate and the banks passed that increase on this week. And now interesting predictions from the ANZ's economic team that the RBA's increase this week could actually mean there are more rate rises on the way. Yeah, and if these economists know more about our economy than the Reserve Bank, and the rate rising cycle could go on longer than expected as well. Of course, this could be sour grapes from economists who guess the RBA's interest rate increase wrong this week. But inflation doesn't fall at a good rate in coming months. The central bank will cop criticism for this lower than expected 0.25% rate rise. Many of us should be keeping a very close eye on our super fund. Some of us don't, though, Peter. But the regulator of financial businesses is questioning the returns of a number of well-known industry super funds. This is really concerning, which could shock millions of super members. Yeah, that's right. The Australian Prudential Regulation Authority is questioning the valuation method of investments many industry super funds make that are not valued on the stock market. In particular, APRA is looking at the valuation of famous Aussie company Canva, which is a private company. Now, tech companies on the stock market have been smashed this year, but the private valuations of Canva used by super funds to tell members about their returns look too high. If the valuations are wrong, the value of member super funds could be reduced. And local stocks, Peter, are expected to open down today, but this follows two hugely positive days for stocks on what is usually called bad news, clear as mud. <laughs> That's right. Well, to be fair, it was not all bad news because the smaller than expected 0.25% rate rise on Tuesday helped stocks rise 5.5% in two days. But behind that was evidence, both here and in the US, that these economies are slowing, which usually is seen as bad news. But we need to see this to believe that central banks' higher interest rate policies are working to lower inflation. And stock prices really like that kind of news. It's a double-edged sword. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers. Cheers. 
Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett Gosh. A lot can change in just under 12 months. The Aussie Open Chief has hinted we could see Novak Djokovic at the tournament next year. Yeah, Craig Tiley was speaking at a lunch yesterday and he said that uh, the Aussie Open in 2023 is on track to have all top players back. So that has been taken as a big hint that we will see Novak Djokovic competing at Melbourne Park next year. He's a nine-time winner of the tournament. He's got 21 overall, uh, one behind Rafael Nadal. So obviously he would love to come back out to Australia. He was famously deported earlier this year due to his refusal to be vaccinated. But it looks like Novak will return. Be very interesting to to see how he is received by the fans. Brett, the Aussies crawled their way to victory over the West Indies on the Goldie last night. Yes, they certainly did. The first of two T20 internationals all about warming up for uh, the World Cup. And look, it wasn't the most convincing victory last night. The bowlers certainly fired. We kept the West Indies to just 146. In response, we made pretty tough work of it. Now, Aaron Finch um, surprisingly was dropped to the middle order. That ended up proving to be a masterstroke. He top scored with 58. And Matthew Wade chipped in with 39. He was dropped in the final over when we needed 11 runs to win. Mitchell Stark was also dropped as well. Uh, and Pat Cummins says that Wade save today. Probably weren't as clinical as obviously we would have liked to with the bat which you know, I think it's great that someone like a Matty Wade at number 7 has got us home like he, he has quite a few times but yeah ideally those kind of chases you're doing a bit easier. Cameron Green opened the batting with David Warner but he's not actually a part of the World Cup squad so some interesting selections last night. And Brett, the controversy continues with the AFL with the boss admitting First Nations players and families may not engage with the Hawks racism investigation. Yeah, he says that there's certainly no guarantee that the First Nation players and families who sparked uh, this investigation will agree to engage uh, with this. Uh, They've already spoken, of course, to uh, the review that was undertaken by Hawthorne and then also the journalist uh, Russell Jackson from the ABC that sparked these bombshell allegations and now Alistair Clarkson, who's due to start coaching North Melbourne, Chris Fagan, the head coach of the Lions, uh, stood down. The four-person panel has been been uh, appointed. It includes an Indigenous uh, barrister as well. They hope to deliver uh, its findings by Christmas, uh, but Gil McLaughlin, the Chief of the AFL, says it may not come with the cooperation from some of the key people involved. We can only do what we ask. We were asked by the complainants to put this together and that will be their decision. We respect it. I'm optimistic that they will, but we don't have those guarantees. And just finishing up, Bathurst roars to life this weekend. Going to be tough conditions. Uh, Heavy rain predicted right across the weekend for the Bathurst 1000. And Ben Hunt's a lot of talk about his uh, future at St George. He's put that to bed, signing a two-year extension as he prepares for the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah, wet and wild weekend in Bathurst. Great race though, Brett. Absolutely. Can't wait. Thanks, Tash. Chat soon. How's this for a milestone birthday? Twins on the New South Wales Central Coast have just celebrated 90 years together. Patricia and Pamela enjoyed their milestone birthday surrounded by family and friends at their Port Macquarie retirement village this week. The twins revealing their secret to a long and happy life. Well, being positive and uh, trying to live healthy and um, enjoy each day as it comes... (laughs) Think of others more than yourself sometimes. 
wise words. Happy birthday to Patricia and Pamela. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. It's Friday. 